0: for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are delighted to get a little time with you. And we have a very amazing guest. His name is Bob Andian. He's written a book called The Grace of Healing. Do you have any questions about healing? Do you need healing? Do you have any concerns, any qualms, any difficulties with healing? Well, of course, you need to watch this interview. It's very, very powerful and very helpful to you. And Mom, we have a testimony uh, from Lou that was really interesting. I
1: love it. Lou called our prayer line for her daughter to find a job, and she was hired two hours later. That's cool, Mark. Sarah, that's really cool. And so we have this special guest today. Yep. I think he's one of my favorite. Yep. And I know what they're thinking. Oh, you say that about everybody. No, I don't. I really don't. You'll love today. It's awesome. It's awesome.
0: That's right. And mom, you know, I know like with Bob Yandy and he's very grounded, rooted in the word and it's very encouraging to to hear what God says through the word uh, ministers to us as well. But I just want to thank our partners because our partners have helped us over the course of decades mm-hmm. to cover the earth with the word. So partners, this is a shout out to you. Thank you so much for being a part of praying for us, for the financial support. We're very, very grateful for you. We couldn't do what we do without our partners. And I just want to encourage you, if you're watching now and you have a need in your life for finances or an employment need, or maybe you have a need for healing, or there's some difficulties you have with relationships or decisions that you've got to make, we'd love to have you hop on the phone and get on the website. And we'd love to pray for you. We know that God answers prayer. And we know that nothing is too difficult for God. So get on the phone, get on the website, and in just a moment you're going to see a very powerful interview with Bob Yandian.
2: In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 888-985-2000.
0: Thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are delighted to get some time with you and... I'm very excited to introduce to you our guest today. And this guest, Mom, you've known this gentleman for how many years? Well, I think we almost started together.
3: I think almost, yeah.
0: How long ago? Um,
3: I would say probably back during the uh, 70s, probably about in that yeah. time period, yeah.
1: Because we were in the faith.
3: Don't ask me how many years. I just know the time periods. Yeah. Up, and yeah. I know. So, yeah. Bobby Indian, thank you Sarah,
0: so much. Thank, thank you, you. Thank
1: you. Thank
3: you. Thank you. We're good to see here. you, Marilyn. Good you know, to see you. You know, we used to swap material. <laughs> she'd ask what I've got. So I'd send her copies of my stuff. And you called me one time and said, I've been using your stuff on Proverbs. And Bob, I forgot to give you any credit. And I said, Marilyn, I've been using your stuff for years. and I've never given you credit. So. <laughs> so, nice to have good friend.
0: Where are you from and, and kind of what's been a little bit of your background? And then I want to jump into the grace of healing. Okay. Really, really great book.
3: Okay. Uh, I was born and raised in Tulsa. My dad was a Pentecostal pastor. And at five years old, we were in church, you know? So I was saved at five, filled with the Holy Spirit at seven. So my whole life has been around Pentecostal churches. Mm. And we were a different breed. Uh, we were not a denomination. There was by five or six denominations, but we believed in eternal security. I mean, we were like Baptists and stuff. And so we were kind of looked down on. So we never brought it up much. I just believed, okay, well, you've done something wrong. Ask God to forgive you, you know, and let's go on. But anyway, that's my background. And so I had a call on my life and didn't know exactly. But when I was a junior at Oklahoma State University, the Lord spoke to me and said, I'd be a teacher in the body of Christ. And so I found my call. So I studied. And you remember Charles Duncombe? You remember yes. him? He was yes, at a school in I Tulsa. Did. He was Smith Wigglesworth's pastor wow. in England. Yeah. And so he had a strong British accent, but his teachings were incredible. So that's kind of my background. And from there, I... Ended up teaching at Rhema, and then I pastored for 33 years and stepped down almost 10 years ago. And now I've got TV ministry and traveling and enjoying myself.
0: Yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> that's
3: totally cool. And being with friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We love having you. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Love having you. And you wrote this book, The Grace of Healing. huh. Um, and healing is kind of a big deal for people. Yes, it is. Um, And they have questions about it. So what's kind of your motive, your heart for writing it?
3: Well, um, what I saw was healing came through the cross. Anything that comes through the cross is the grace of God. But people separated healing from salvation and salvation is by grace, but healing somehow we attach works to it. Mm -hmm. And we have to work for something, We, we feel guilty and all this is as much grace if it came through the cross as salvation is. And so I took that and brought out the fact that we often we often talk about our part. And most every good book I've written and read on, on healing has been from our point of view and that's on faith. You know, Christ the healer, the famous books and stuff. Most every chapter was on your faith, but they mentioned once in a while the mercy of God. Well, I wanted to write it the other way around because I see it that there's two hands reaching out and my hand is the hand of faith and God's hand is the hand of grace, but his is full and mine is empty. Faith has nothing to offer. God has everything to offer. And he offers salvation, redemption from every sin you've ever committed or will commit. Say it again. Okay, what's that? What you just said. The empty hand is the hand of faith. The full hand is the hand of grace. And grace hand, God's hand reaching out to you is filled with everything that pertains unto life and godliness. It's just up to me to reach out and take it. And the key word for grace in the New Testament is the word receive. Anytime you find the word receive, it's attached to the cross. And so uh, as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. But healing, I remember there's a time when John the Baptist was in prison, he doubted Jesus completely. And he was really upset. And so he sent one of his, his guys over to see him and Jesus didn't even go. He said, you go back and tell him a number of things. We said, the blind receive their sight. It's just as easy as reaching out and taking it. Uh, the Holy Spirit, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. It's just everything that comes through the cross is grace and is received. And if, it's, if it comes back to the whole essence of receiving it, for by grace are you saved through faith in that, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. That's why I call it the grace of healing. Hmm. Because I taught most of this book is what God has already done for you. Just reach out and take it.
0: Mm -hmm. You might be watching right now and maybe you're struggling with healing. Maybe you have a condition in your body that just, just seems to be never ending. Maybe you've recently received a diagnosis and you're like, that just rattles me to the core. Maybe you have a friend or a family member that is in desperate need of healing. We would love to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. And of course, grab your copy of The Grace of Healing. And I think what you're saying, what I hear you saying is there's a shift in the thinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a key. And and our perceptions absolutely uh, adjust the consequences.
3: Right. Uh, when you're, most people that I know that are, that are sick and I go to pray for them, they immediately start with excuses. I'm not sure God will heal me of this because this is my fault. For years, I abused myself. I took this, I took it medicine, overdid it. And I, so uh, he won't heal me for something that's my fault. Well, every sin was your fault. You can't blame, right. you can't blame sin to jumped on you just made you do it, you know, but even if it's sin was your fault, he'll forgive you of it. There's not a sin you've ever committed that he won't forgive you if you'll just ask him, receive. And what he offers is forgiveness of sins, but he also offers healing of every disease and every sickness. You think about this, Jesus healed everybody that came to him. There's bound to have been some that was their fault, some that just stumbled into it, some that was ever born. I mean, we can go through the whole thing of how people get sick, and yet he healed everybody of everything. That's yeah. grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So here's kind that. of a, a like a left field question. Mm-hmm. So... Bethesda, right? The pool of Bethesda. Yes. Right. And so Jesus comes there and you have a boatload of sick people. Mm-hmm. And it's just the one dude 38 years sick. How come the rest of them were Because
3: spectators? what we're dealing with there probably is a gift of the moving of I mean, we have a gift of the spirit. That's different than just receiving by yeah. simple faith. Yeah. You know, I had a lady in our church that died, and she and we had a famous minister come to our church, yeah. picked her out and told her she was deaf in her left ear. The whole church went got just, because <gasps> she was a board member's wife and she'd had surgery on her left eardrum to remove it because it was causing cancer to move into her brain. Mm-hmm. So they removed to the city of faith. She went there and had it done. And then later on though, it, she came down with the same thing. And what we found out later was she died. She was expecting another evangelist to come by with a gift of healing wow. and minister to her that way without her doing anything. And we, we try to tell her, this is once in a while, these types of gifts come along, you know, Catherine Kuhlman's are, you know, right. once in a while, right. but the word of God and simple faith is mm. every day. Mm. And that's why I think is the difference between that story yeah. and Yeah. I'm
0: not being argumentative. I'm just like curious. I'd argue
3: with you and then act like I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Totally good. Totally good. good.
0: Totally good. So, but the other thing, Bob's, and I love this on the back of it, it says, why does God heal some people, but not others? Mm -hmm. Everybody has that question.
3: So what do you say to that? I don't know in every single case. I think when we get to heaven, we'll find out. I had an associate pastor that died and, uh, he said he was believing God and trusting God. But I found out something that had happened in the church that was major. He felt responsible for it and couldn't forgive himself. Mm. And he held that and it killed him. It eventually killed him. But I never knew that until eventually a friend of his came and told me about it. Well, I don't think we know everything in every case, but we can't simply throw it back. Well, well you know, that, that you clearly can't count on God all the time. There's certain things about God. It's not God's fault. In every case, if a person's not saved, it's not God's fault. Something to do with them. And the Bible even says, some will come and say, didn't we even prophesy in your name and cast out devils? He said, I never knew you. All they did was quote their works. They never said, I believed in you as my savior. Mm. They quoted their works.
1: That is so good. Uh-huh. Because that's a big stumbling block. That's
3: right. And it's, it's not casting out devils to get you saved, which you really can't do if you're a sinner. It's not these other things that they mentioned. But... Again, it comes back to it that, you know, we have to be careful Mm -hmm. in our life of where we try to belay the blame. And I think when we get to heaven, we'll go, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of The Grace of Healing. I know you have questions. You probably have friends, neighbors, relatives, family members that have questions about healing and as well about grace, Like, oh my goodness, for sure. So hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy, several copies of The Grace of Healing. And I know as you read this and as you kind of let it soak into your heart, it's gonna answer some questions for you but also give you some keys for healing that God has for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's been some obstacles, some hindrances, some stumbling blocks, uh, misunderstandings, and you're like, oh my goodness. So as you read this, you could very much experience God's divine, supernatural healing in your life. So hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy today.
4: It is God's will for you to be healed. But do you have questions about divine healing? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you The Grace of Healing by Bob Yandian. In this encouraging book, you'll find the healing you've been waiting for when you find the missing ingredient of grace. We will also send you Marilyn's Miracle Thinking CD, the Miracle Process booklet, and her healing scripture card to strengthen your faith for healing. And for your gift of $100 or more, we will send you a bottle of our healing anointing oil and our healing prayer shawl These two powerful items used together will enhance your study and prayer time and help you enter into his presence to receive healing. There is grace today for you to be healed. Call or click today for this powerful offer.
5: and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the Word and to connect everyone with the heart of God.
1: Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. And we have a special guest here, Bob Yandin. You're going to love it. You're going to love this program. You say, well, you say that about every program. No, I don't. You don't listen every day, so you don't know. But anyway, Bob, yes. talk to us because you're one of my very favorite teachers. Well, thank you. That's and a And I've known you for a long, long, long time. Don't say how long. <laughs> okay, I won't okay. say how long. How much faith does a person need to receive healing? Because this is a big deal.
3: It is. We we If we keep talking about faith and growing faith, it's almost like, it gets so far out that we don't know And the simplest, how much faith does it take to get saved? All you do is confess Jesus Christ as your savior. You have a little bit of faith. I've heard it put this way before a, f- a faith, the size of a mustard seed will move a mountain, but we think we need a mountain of faith to move a mustard seed.
1: <laughs> That's so <Okay>. good. <laughs> and it's just
3: not true. Yeah. We, we think we have to have mountains of faith to even approach God and God just will take us as we are. Okay. Right. And as we are, it means what, what faith you have come. I like the man that said, I don't even know if it's your will to heal me. He said, it is. And healing. That little bit of faith got that man healed. Mm. So, hmm. and that's the big question I run into. Well, I'm not sure it's God's will. And I think we have, a, we live in a strong generation today of people want to transfer everything to God. Well, if it's his will, if it's his will, it's almost like it re- re- relieves me of responsibility. But my responsibility is small. All I have to do is just use a little bit of faith and trust him. That's what he's looking for. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. He doesn't say it's got to be a mountain of faith. It's just a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. You might be watching right now and maybe you're struggling with a malady, a physical ailment. Maybe you have something seemingly small or you have something, a huge diagnosis. And we would love to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website and grab your copy of The Grace of Healing. I like it. It's short. Thank you, Uh because long sometimes is just verbose, (laughs) short and so easy to absorb, easy to think about, to digest and really let the, the presence and power of God work in your body as you read this and pass it on to your friends or grab a couple of copies They make great gifts for Christmas or for holidays or for birthdays. This is a fantastic thing. Oh, the other thing you could do is you could do this with like a Bible study or a book study group, um, small groups. This is a great opportunity to have some really good conversations, discussions about God, about healing, about human conditions and thinking. And so it's a really, really good opportunity to kind of mix it up a little bit and have some really robust conversations. So grab a couple of copies. It'll be a tremendous blessing in your life. And you know, when you talk about praying just a, a simple prayer of faith for healing,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Bob, what does that look like?
3: Well, you just put your trust in God and not yourself. Again, getting rid of all the excuses. One excuse I've heard is, but this runs in my family. Well, you got, you changed families when you got saved. <laughs> yeah, good. You joined a whole new family. So I can't good. find any sickness in God's family mm-hmm. in his background. And so if you look at that way, it's like, well, sin runs in my background. Well, then why get saved? You know, if you cannot, if you can't get away from sin and that you're, you know, your dad was a criminal, your grandfather was into the mafia. I mean, you go back in and you say, there's just a tendency there. There may be, but my God can save me from tendencies. I can begin to walk in his strength every day and overcome that. And the same thing is true with walking in the health of God. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at it this way, either God gave it because you can get stronger than that, or he didn't give it at all, but he did. Mm -hmm. And uh, he never attaches any conditions to it, except just trust me, Mm -hmm. just believe me.
0: Mm -hmm. And what are some, what's an example of you, uh, that you've seen of somebody trusting, just that simple,
3: I trust you God. There was a man in our church and uh, he was a doctor and he, well, he's still alive. And uh, this has been almost 15 years ago. He had fourth level, whatever the fourth, stage pancreatic cancer mm. that is the worst that is he was dying of it this guy was a surgeon and so he was a, just a good friend he attended our church he and his wife i went to see him in the hospital and i said i want to pray for you He says no no he said you don't understand i'm a doctor i know why i'm sick he went into everything about he says i said turn the analytical side of your brain off quit analyzing this and receive it and I quoted that verse where Jesus said, the blind receive their sight. I said, just receive it. He goes, okay. He was healed immediately. He called me back and said, Bob, the pastor, the, I mean, the doctors came and told me it's totally gone. He said, this has never happened. I've never seen fourth level pancreatic cancer healed. And so I've seen him through the years and he's, he, now, he now has a big uh, missionary uh, outreach into the, in, the, in the poorer sides of Tulsa and he uh, gets people healed, you know, and oh, wow. he, and he uh, gives them food and stuff like that. But anyway, I saw him a few months ago, and we reminisced about that time when I went to the hospital mm. and he was healed. Mm. So.
1: Nice to really build good memories. And we'd like for you to call, and I'd love for you to get the book, The Grace of Healing. But I don't like to get just one book. Because I like to give books as gifts, Mm -hmm. you know, and usually people are very open to receive them. So, you know, I want to give this one to one of my neighbors, but I won't tell you what their problem is. (laughs) It's a biggie in my thinking, but not a biggie in God's thinking. So I want to get to them and I want to be a blessing in my neighborhood. And if they think I'm a radical woman, they're right. (laughs) Right. why don't you be radical? Get at least 10 of these books, pass them out to people, because almost anybody will take something on healing. I mean, they don't argue with me. Oh, what is that? Well, let me look at it. So I like to pass it around. You can pass it around. Mm -hmm. This is a good book to pass around. Yeah.
0: You know, Bob, when you talked about the, the doctor who had pancreatic cancer, mm-hmm. fourth stage. So you prayed for him and you told him, turn off the analyzing. And that's hard sometimes, mm-hmm. particularly when people are kind of wired and trained that way and they right. live that way their whole life. So he had to make kind of a decision to shift his thinking and pause that piece. You prayed for him. And when you prayed for him, then what happened?
3: I ask him just to receive it. That's all i ask him to do. Yeah. In other words, I said, the power of God is here. It's surrounding you. But you know what? When I challenge people to do that, they begin to see something. My analytical side of my brain is a choice. I can choose to turn it off hmm. and just go blank for a moment and just reach out and take God's healing. And that's what he did. Hmm. And I've used that since then because I just got it at the moment you know, when I was praying for him. And wow. so I used it here not too long ago. And another man, This guy was a. this guy was a, um, he, well, he was—he worked on animals and stuff, really larger animals. But he was the same thing. He says, I do the same thing when I get sick. I analyze it. I know where it came from. I'm a doctor and all that. But I told him that. And he says, I'm going to remember that because he says, I can do that.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You reason away your faith.
3: Yes, you do. You excuse away your faith.
1: Yeah,
3: exactly. Really. You look at these things and make excuse. Well, then I can't do it because I know. And it simply comes back to it again. It's my fault. Or nature had something against me. It came through my genes. The
1: family curse.
3: That's yeah. right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that. Nope. Mm-hmm.
0: And with this doctor, did he kind of make some, did he have to make some steps? And was there some process to that? Or no. was there like, it was instant? Are you talking
3: inst- about the one that was healed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it was instant. Huh. Yeah. In fact, he didn't know it. I left and the doctors came in later and told him it was totally gone. Huh. Yeah.
0: Like in that same day or something?
3: Probably by the end of the day. But wow. yes, he'd call me by the next day and told huh. me it was gone. And, and I mean, that's
0: that, like progressive. I know. Holy buckets. That's I know.
3: cool. I know. Huh. But think about this. God, God can heal a cold or God can heal fourth level
0: yeah.
3: pancreatic cancer. He didn't see any difference. Yeah. yeah. Jesus died on the cross for all of it. Wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. That's such an encouraging testimony. You might be watching right now and you've been diagnosed with cancer, multiple sclerosis, you've got autoimmune diseases, you've got all kinds of lupus. You might have all these these different various maladies and, and difficulties and chronic chronic pain we'd love to pray for you and Mm -hmm. I think what Bob has said and and it's just encouraging and and I like to hear the testimonies I like to hear of them obviously I love to hear about them overseas because that's always encouraging but I also very much like to hear testimonies in the U.S. because I think sometimes we have an idea like oh God does all that miracle stuff somewhere else but he doesn't always do it here but if God is God then that's not God isn't dependent on like our geography (laughs) but more so uh, us just receiving. I like what Bob said, receiving. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you that you would receive healing, receive the grace of healing. And of course, grab your copy of the grace of healing. This will be a very, very helpful resource to you. One of the things I like about it, not only is it short, so that means you can read it not just once, but you could read it a couple times. And of course, you can pass this on to your friends. Grab a a couple of copies. Be an immense blessing to you and your family today.
4: It is God's will for you to be healed. But do you have questions about divine healing? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you The Grace of Healing by Bob Yandian. In this encouraging book, you'll find the healing you've been waiting for when you find the missing ingredient of grace. We will also send you Marilyn's Miracle Thinking CD, the Miracle Process booklet, and her healing scripture card to strengthen your faith for healing. And for your gift of $100 or more, we will send you a bottle of our healing anointing oil and our healing prayer shawl. These two powerful items used together will enhance your study and prayer time and help you enter into his presence to receive healing. There is grace today for you to be healed. Call or click today for this powerful offer.
0: We are so happy that you've watched this program. Bob, would you pray for our audience to I'd receive I'd be glad healing? to. Yeah.
3: Close your eyes, reach out with that simple hand of faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that right now they'll receive their healing. Father, I thank you. There's no sickness, no disease that can stand in the way of simple faith in you. So right now we claim their healing, count it as done and expect to hear testimonies written into this broadcast of how you heal them. Mm-hmm. We give them We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: And I want you to do this. I want you to say today is the best day of my life because Jesus Christ lives big in me. So what do I think? I think every day is the best day of my life. And I'm old. I'm I'm older than you, I'm sure. I'm over 91. But I'm telling you, I'm having the best days of my life because of God's word and what he does. So please call us for prayer. Please call us for books, because I'm telling you, if you give people a a book, they feel obligated to read it. So I have some neighbors who aren't born again, and I'm going to give them a book. And I'm just, I know they think, oh, that's just that old lady, but that's an that old lady with the book. And I like to win people. It's wonderful. So say with me today is the best day of my life because Jesus Christ lives big in me. Amen.